Hello everybody, welcome to the Love Air Love Cast on the road. <laughs> in Barcelona, Spain. We are in Barcelona, Spain. Croissant. We are in Doe and Tony's room. We hijacked the room. We hijacked the room. Thank you guys so much for allowing us to use your space. Um, so what we want to do is welcome our guest, Tammy Fredericks. She is the wife of Jason Fredericks and from Caguas, Puerto Rico. Where are you from? What part of Puerto Rico? Huh? Umacao. Umacao. Miguel and Heather. Who's Miguel and Heather? What's his last name? Miguel, the boxer from Puerto Rico. Cotto. He's from Caguas, Puerto Rico. This is Juju's mom. Yes. Juju. Juju monster. And so from the. Like head and shoulders, the best like viewed and listened to podcast has been the one we did with Jason. Um, so thank you guys so much for like loving and supporting that episode. And by popular demand, um, everyone wanted a part two with Tammy's perspective and point of view. Kevin has decided that he will fully engage. Full of my feelings. feelings. I'm not gonna hold back. Any you're gonna you're gonna lean into. I'm leaning into my feelings. This is a new month, a new approach. And I'm not fighting it no more. Okay, so we'll see how this... Full vulnerability. Whether I cry or not, I am feeling my feelings. Okay, I'm here for it. You don't have you to cry gonna to be vulnerable. If I, if I be tired for the rest of the day, then it's your fault. I'm still blaming you, though. Don't don't think that that I know everyone, the first comment on the on YouTube is like, I'm mad at Melissa, too. Yes. But. Yes. Um, so we start every episode, as always, with the this or that question. And they are submitted by our fans, which thank you guys so much for submitting this or that. If you're interested in submitting a this or that or that or this question, um, feel free to email us at hello at thelovehour.com. I'll make sure to include it in the description box because you guys are always asking um, us to do that. So I will do that um, included in the description box. So the question is, um, I don't want to read all of this because this is quite a long email. Um, but she wanted to submit basically a this or that question based off movies that she sees. She loves the podcast, everything Kevin Stage Studios, which is so interesting to me that like Kevin Stage Studios is starting to be like a branded thing. Yes, and that's the my uh, the agents were like, you gotta shut it down and keep everything Kevin Stage. And I was like, nah, man, I got a vision. Kevin Stage Studios is gonna be more than just me. Right. So. I'm gonna keep it up, even if I get my comments. It's off. starting to. I feel like everyone on the platform is starting to have like a face. Like Joshua's behind the camera; no one ever sees him. But now, when we go to the shows, um, so even like when we go to shows nowadays, and Joshua either comes on stage or what, even after the show when we're taking pictures, like Joshua's become like a figure. Everybody loves Josh. Yeah, he's a lovable guy. Yeah. Okay, so this is the question. I know. I'm sorry. I was gonna go back, and then I went back to this. Um, he was the first person I liked on the tour last year. You liked? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, you didn't even know Josh either. I didn't know anybody. Like, I knew everybody in passing. From, I from didn't being an know sometimes. anybody. Right. Um, okay. What made you connect with Josh? Because he was up? nicest. <laughs> okay. That's why he was the, the first question. employee at Kevin State Studios. Yeah. I was like, if anybody could do it. Okay, so this is what we have. Um, she wanted to submit that or this question based off movies, always showing the people who choose the perfect man or woman, but they never show the other side of the story. What if the perfect man or woman had terrible sex? Here's my question. <laughs> Would you rather be able to be married and have wonderful, great, stimulating sex without love or be married and have love without wonderful, great, stimulating sex? In the loveful marriage love-filled marriage you adore your spouse and connect with them on every level 
you can have sex but it will suck for both of you even if you're sexually attracted to them, to them and even if you begin having sex feeling aroused mm -hmm. there there will be absolutely nothing either of you can do to get off which does open a door for potential cheating but you will always have love and an undying healthy emotional connection and the loveless marriage you forfeit all other connections with your spouse you are sexually attracted to them they will never cheat on you because you have great sex however there's absolutely nothing either of you wait there is absolutely nothing else between the two of you just great sex and financial security i freaking love y'all have fun with this one ah uh, easy for me okay go love terrible sex love and terrible sex yeah because to me one sex Although I enjoy it immensely, I like to feel it. I like to feel it so much. I like the feeling, the feeling and touch. I like the sex. Did you just make a whole song? I like the sex. <laughs> um, but time-wise, it is a very Meaning small over the course amount of your of relationship. Time. Yes, and the amount of time having the sex. I got nothing to prove. We got something we want to do. We got a goal to achieve. Once your goal is achieved, we got a goal I want to achieve. Once my goal is achieved, sleep is the next goal. It ain't going to be before you long, amen? Here for a good time, not a long time, amen? <laughs> uh, but the rest of your marriage is everything. Yeah. It is really all the time. There's traveling in Spain and London and Amsterdam. You're not having sex all the time. Mm -hmm. Even on vacation sex, if you're on vacation for a week, you're not having sex every day. Right. All day, right. you want to see the city? I'm, I'm going on a hop on, hop off tour after that. It's gonna be two and a half hours of greatness. If we have bad sex after that, I still have a lot of good memories. Um, and to be in a loveless marriage that just has good sex, there's not enough sex to make the rest of it worth it. You just be like, Yeah, but and I don't even know how you could have good sex if you had no other connections now because so much about sex is trust, commitment, freedom. All that stuff is what makes sex good. I feel like that's the biggest difference between like having sex before marriage when I felt convicted and bad about it and fear of disease and pregnancy. And then when you get married and you're committed to one person and you don't have the fear of disease and pregnancy as much. Because some people, you know, when we first got married, we didn't really want to quit the kids at the moment because we didn't have no money dollars. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So there's so much freedom in having the rest of your relationship be beautiful. And then the sex is a result of, a, it's a fruit of a well-fed, beautiful tree. But in the thing you in the in the scenario, you don't have. Yeah, I know in real life. Okay, okay. But in this scenario, I'd rather still have terrible sex and a great overall. If yeah, yes, no, no questions asked. Tammy. Oh, I'm answering. Yeah, girl, you on the podcast? You on all part? You just trying not to cry. That's all you do. I see you right now. You thinking about what the net? The first real question mm -hmm. is, and how you can not cry. We talking about sex. Puerto Rican P and V G or P and Puerto Rican V G. I'm I'm with Kev. You're with Kev. Yeah. <laughs> she she don't, you don't want to expound because you trying not to cry. You need to feel no. your feelings too. No. Yes. That's it. <laughs> um, I think I agree with you as well. What's interesting though is that um, I've been saying this on the podcast and I saw it somewhere and I was like, oh my gosh, it's way more succinct than anything I've been saying. That um, some people. Find emotional through emotional intimacy, you find sexual intimacy, uh -huh. and for some people, through sexual intimacy, you find emotional intimacy. Yeah. And so, it's interesting to hear the importance of that like emotional intimacy in terms of a whole relationship. Over where you, I would think that your 
the way that you find intimacy is sexual through mm-hmm. sexual intimacy. It is. Okay. It is. But in a whole scheme of things, I, I since that's not part of the scenario, I wouldn't want just great sex and bad everything else. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because we have good sex, say we have great sex this morning, right? But then we spend the rest of the day arguing. I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna think about the arguments right, and how right, I was right. upset more than the good sex. Like, man, she got on my nerves. You know what I mean? Like, you spend more time thinking about the bad stuff than the good stuff. So I don't think that could outweigh the other parts because we have a lot of great memories. And for the most part, the great memories I think about between us aren't sex related. Sure, sure, sure. It's like remember the time we did this and how much we laughed and. The first time we saw this, it's not like, remember the time she did that for the first time? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that just doesn't come across your mind right. as much, nearly as much. I only think about sex when we're about to have sex, like the other sex stuff we did, or right after. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of the day, I'm not just like, man, remember that thing in 06? She was crazy. I was crazy. Okay, we're moving on. Because, child, you be... Okay, so we're moving on. Uh, what we want to do today is talk about um, part two, which is... Um, I don't even know how we're gonna start. So maybe I'll like low key recap where we ended with Jay, and then um, maybe we can go into your thoughts and like your perspective, like fill in the gaps of what he left off. Um, but before we do that, really quickly, we want to tell you. So we sell. Oh, none of us have a merchandise shirt on. Mm. All mine are dirty. We got to do laundry today. Oh, yeah. I've been wearing them crazy. They all have a stinky stink. Stinky stink. Right? Yeah, I look musty. So we need to wash our merch, but if you. Well, get ready to have a sale, though. So that's perfect. Oh, we are. So we, um, through Kevin Sage, of course, we sell uh, merch, all of our shirts that we have, Say But I Got Hands, all different types of merchandise. And um, one great platform that we support and endorse, and they support and endorse the podcast, is ShipStation. If you are an entrepreneur, um, merchandise is actually one of the easiest ways to get like your name and your branding um, out there, and it's low-hanging fruit in terms of money mm-hmm. to receive. Um, so definitely think about starting your own like store or whatever have you and use ShipStation as a platform. ShipStation is great because it um, integrates with different selling platforms such as Amazon, such as Etsy, such as uh, your own website, such as we use um, Eventbrite, uh, not Eventbrite, we use, um, what do we use to sell the shirts Shopify. on? Uh, Shopify, thank you very much. Um, I was like, Eventbrite, Eventbrite, yeah. Eventbrite, Eventbrite. <laughs> um, we use Shopify, so it's able to integrate with whatever platform, more likely whatever platform you already have that you're using, and then it just becomes one central portal for all of your information to take place. It simplifies your shipping, it simplifies the time. Because one thing about merchandise, though, it is um, time-consuming. So every bit and every little bit of time that you can save, money that you can save, of course, is... Um, important because time is money and dollars are money. Um, so Matt, so no matter where you're selling, whether it's Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. 
Um, you can even run it from your phone. It's really easy and clear and some offer and also offer some really cool features like being able to track sales trends, which is really nice. Seeing it, being able to see what's selling, what's not selling, during what peak seasons, what times, people, you have traffic on your website, all of those things. And right now, the Love Hour listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use our promo code LOVE. Love. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in LOVE. Again, Love. you're going to visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in LOVE. Love. That's ship ShipStation.com. Then enter promo code love. love. Shipstation.com. Make ship happen. Love. Okay. So I just want to let you know Tammy is so tense. I know. Relax, mama. Feel your feelings. I feel bad oh, that you feel so on. nervous. Don't be she nervous. She is holding it together. Okay. Let it flow. We so stop. I know. He's so annoying. Feel my love. Come on, come on. I'm actually happy she's, she's here. She's already she? crying. I know she's I already know. crying. You haven't even talked about anything. Stop it. My uh, brows. I know. I got you, boo. Okay. I hate emotions. Why are you hugging me? Because I want to feel it. Stop, stop Kevin. Nah, you're making it Kevin's worse. Revenge Let for me all have the him. I want no. her to feel love. I hate Kevin. Oh, I'm here for you. I have makeup on. You're going to make it come out. Stop it. You wanted the episode? Don't okay. do this to her. <laughs> so if you haven't watched um, Jason's episode in Sickness and Health, you absolutely should. But it's like an episode of This Is I Us. I shouldn't have. You know what? I <laughs> know what it you lived helped. it. So yeah, you, you just watch it? Oh, uh, man. Now nah, it makes a lot of sense. Eight. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Um, so in that episode, we discussed um, Jason is Kevin's brother, Tammy's husband. Um, he was diagnosed with multiple myeloma back in 2017 and um, we went through the journey of his how he found out through his diagnosis through his treatment and um, towards the end of the episode we kind of touched on um, the relationship or the state of the relationship between he and Tammy um, and so I think that's kind of where I want to pick up, but maybe we could backtrack a little bit and talk about like the phone call or text or whatever it was that you received uh, upon getting his diagnosis. What was going through your mind in context of the state of your relationship and then how start, that, huh? It's a good start. Good okay. Start. And then how that, like how your relationship then transformed or, you know, the highs and the lows or whatever. Okay, um, so our, we were in communication a lot, like, we, we were, we talked all the time and stuff on the mm -hmm. phone, and then, um, when they first got an accident, he, you know, I was on the phone with them, like, oh my god, someone's leaving, and I'm like, what? You know, mm -hmm. like, we're talking about all of that, and, um, yeah, and then he was like, he, he told me, um, Julian's head was hurting, you know, his back was always hurting, so he was like, but it's hurting a little bit more than normal, we're just gonna get checked out, da da da, I'm like, okay, then he, we keep me posted throughout, because, you know, ER visits take forever, yeah, so you're just like, eh, just let me know, <laughs> you know, 
He's like, Julian's fine. They gave him fruit snacks. You know, like, he's good. He's healed. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, but they want to do more tests on my back. And I'm like, well, good. You get it taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and then, so, like, the process was a while. Like he said, they, you know, had to impatient him. He's like, no, they want to keep me. Like, what are we going to do with Julian? Julian mm-hmm. wants to stay. I talked to Julian. Who's not leaving then? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was just like, oh, so it was a long process before he got it. But what was messed up, I don't, I don't even think he said it, what was messed up was they were telling him stuff that they thought it was. So he was, you're going through all, oh my God, leukemia, oh my God. Like, you know, they were saying, well, it could be, it could be. Like, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, um, Kayla was, we were in Chicago. Kayla was at the, um, um, what is it? The Nike tournament. Mm-hmm. She was in a- it. A- yeah, it, it's huge. Like people come from all over. Mm-hmm. Being like, she was in it. We were there, and when he finally called with the diagnosis, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we're on the court, you know, and we were walking to the next something into the next court or whatever, and it was like everything was like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he wanted me to, you know, like I had to talk to Kev, I had to, you know, and we all were, like her and I were standing there like, you know, so it was a big, it was, it was, that moment was just like, okay, now it's real, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kev. No, I was just going to say, so for clarity, if you didn't watch the episode, at this point in your marriage, you guys were separated. Right. So you were still having conversations of children together, uh, summertime. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Julie's with spending time with Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie's their baby son. He's Puerto Rican, black. Mm-hmm. And Kayla is uh, another or the next the kid. She um, went later yeah. by herself. Okay. So yeah. you are in Chicago when you hear this, mm-hmm. and Jason is North in North Carolina. Right. So I just want to set the stage that they're not yeah. like on the phone. They're gonna see each other today. No. So what was it like? I don't want to step on your mm-hmm. thing list, but for me, I, I, Jay talked a little bit about this, but this is the thing I want to know the most about. What was it like? Um, having that separation mm-hmm. and you know I know you're mad at each other you guys probably have arguments or whatever mm-hmm. you're thinking about in, ending this whole thing right and then you get this news right does it is it an immediate like oh my god does everything else go away or does this like just jump to the top of your l- list of things you think about you know what I mean yeah I feel like it'd be I, don't, I, I want to hear your answer um it was a lot of mixed emotions okay yeah it was a lot um my my first reaction was to go there go to to north carolina Carolina. yeah um (laughs) (laughs) that little whisper was so much more angry than a yell it's like I hate you. I hate you guys. You know what's funny? We never talked about this either. I know. I didn't talk to Jason and I didn't talk to, and we've talked about a lot in our lives. Yeah. But this I think was just I like, talked to you guys more. You did. Oh, I about said this. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. But I you, Tammy, like, while you got your emotions. Thank you. Tammy was the one, like, Kev, when Jace first started on the tour, Jay's not as strong as he will let on. Mm-hmm. Make sure he eats. Make sure he's drinking water make sure if he doesn't feel like drinking water he drinks gatorade make sure he stays away from fried food he's gonna try to eat what y'all eat so if y'all are eating fried fish he's gonna try to eat fried fish you're gonna make him sick 
So I was like, and luckily I was trying to lose weight. I'm always trying to lose weight at all times. <laughs> so, you know, you, we go to, we're going to Whole Foods a lot more. And job, by the way, your, your husband, not a big fan of healthy food. Nope. He, uh, Whole Foods again, what? Whole Foods has good stuff. Yeah. So Tam was more, and just Tam's nature in life mm -hmm. is a care taker. She would. If me and Melissa want a trip to be on the world tour for a year, mm -hmm. she'll be like, okay, the kids can stay with me. Okay. So I feel like that part of you has always been prevalent. And then when that news came, you went to like overdrive. Right. Yeah. But tell us more about those mixed emotions. Yeah, because I, I was definitely, everybody was getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what none of y'all say. When I say, this is what's going to happen and he's going to eat this, y'all going to shut up. Everybody going to shut up. No, but um, yeah, it was a lot of mixed emotions. Um, I, I literally wanted to just go. Mm -hmm. like, but I had a new great job. I was still trying to figure out, like, I literally was like, um, should I just move back? What what should I do? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I needed to help him because I'm like, ain't nobody else going to help him. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody know him mm -hmm. enough and he ain't going to listen. And you know what I mean? Like, I need, if he's going to get through this, I need to do this, you know, how, you know, so it was yeah. a lot of that. Um, and then, um, I would say even throughout the process, I, I would go up and down, like, I'd look at him and be like, you make me sick. <laughs> you know but you saying? also are sick, so yes. that and makes then me it's sad. Like, like, he would say something, and I'd be like, I can't even punch you. <laughs> you are so <laughs> lucky. Make you, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. hitting the buttons. <laughs> so he, he took it out on the blender. Man. Mom, this how you feel. <clears throat> yeah. Mommy, you can't punch the buttons. <laughs> You know, like, make you a healthy meal. Eat it, you know? Ain't no love in this meal. Man. You just know that. Right. There's love in my heart, pain yeah. in these onions. So it was, but it stretched me um, a lot in areas I think I needed to be stretched. Mm. So, um, and it helped me a lot with patience because that's something that I, I, I was just, I had no more of. Mm. For him? No, yeah. Ooh. That's good. That is good. good. That is what happens when people get divorced. They've run out of patience for this. For the BS. Because y'all have been, if we could be honest, y'all have been going through for a minute. Yes. And you yes. have been through a lot. Yes. And I never thought of it as running out of patience for that. Like, mm -hmm. when people call it quits, they, and whether that is a, like, uh, say it's a, like, you cheated on me and it just, my patience ran out quickly mm -hmm. or there's just been like a nagging like plotting thing for journey. you mm -hmm. and you finally like had run out yeah and then somehow this this and so me leaving to chicago mm -hmm. was my patience my right. my, my basically like this ain't going this i need to leave in right. order for me to move to regret our direction either way us to yeah so you have a chance yeah be yeah so patience to me was now i'm gone so like if he pissed me off i would hang up mm -hmm. got it you know you're in your you're you're 
it, you're in each other's space, mm -hmm. you can't necessarily right. always do right. that. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, or you know, I don't, I don't have to listen to you no more. No, you kind of do. You know, like yeah. no. Yeah. You know, and so you can't really just pick up and come get in your right, face. Right. Right. And so then being back because so what we what I did was at first, um, because they moved very quickly. I know he said that. Mm -hmm. But it was like, no, you need to go to start chemo now. Right. They gave him pills and stuff, and he would go and get shots, and he'd go home and um, take these pills, and then it would make him sick. Mm -hmm. And so I'm talking to him, talking him off the ledge a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, um, when he was I, when he was saying he would sit in, in the he would sit in the parking lot sometimes and not go in. Mm. And um, I'm like, no. You have, you know, he would be late and not care. And I'm, if you don't get up, you're talking about somebody being late. You, have, you know, because he'd be right, like, Puerto right. Rican, you, mm -hmm. you late, right. you know. Right. And so I'm, I'm, and then he would sit, and I just, I'd be like, I'm mute, because mm. I, uh, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I felt like I felt him right. through all of that. So mm. it was hard to, like, go. Yeah. Him. I don't you know, like, yeah. so it was, yeah, that, having him go when I don't want him to go, like, I'm like, mm -hmm. I get it, but when he, sometimes, I remember even calling, like, I called you, I called you, I called Bishop before, mm -hmm. called Kendall, like, okay, it's been two hours, you know what I mean, or he went back home, like, mm -hmm. oh no, we finna call him, you know, like, everyone, I'm like, I did everybody, lotty daddy, everybody, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, so, but, um, so that, because I would hear him, and I'm like, it would hurt to hear, like, the pain, you know, mm -hmm. so, yeah, then, so then it was, like, work-wise, I'm like, okay, I'm new here, you know what I mean, how am I going to be able to get to him, and to, you know, and so I was, like in my own head trying to concoct like the whole plan okay because mm -hmm. eventually i'm gonna have to be you know his caregiver and it's gonna be time that i have to be there consistently it's right. not you know so i started going to his appointments like we were literally i was flying back and forth every single weekend mm -hmm. every weekend like that's the life mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody knew me airport mm -hmm. hey back, you know um, back and forth every weekend up until the whole transplant process. Mm -hmm. So it was that and then finally telling my boss, which was, you know, God works in mysterious ways, but my boss, um, when I finally sat and talked to her, her she had like three people, close members, her mom, her dad, her brother, like all passed with cancer and stuff. And so she went through all of that with them. She was a caregiver to mm -hmm. two of them. So and she so understood. she was like, mm -hmm. again. And I'm like, oh man, that really thing. Take your computer and check in when you can. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, I, I I was getting paid hourly, mm -hmm. so it was just like, just do your hours, however yeah. you can do it. And all right, see you when you get oh, back. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it was perfect, you know. And then yeah, so I'm back. But that was, yeah, so that was the process of hearing it. And, like, my I went into, like, a different mode. I don't even know when. It's just, like, okay, this is what we need to do, you know. And then Kayla even went before me because she was, like, I just I just need to see him and um, 
I'll know if he's really okay. Mm. You know, and I'm like, okay. You know, and for him and her, it was big for me because I'm like, she she was like, mm, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and for her to go, it was just like, on your own? Mm-hmm. You know, and she went, and then when she came back, she's like, no, mom, he, he, he needs you. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's not eating, he's not doing this and that, he's not taking care of himself, you know, nobody else is going to help him, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, so it was, yeah. Do you want a break there? Sure. All right. So we're going to take a break here and tell you about Lissa's book club. That is a private book club that I have on Facebook. You can book join. Club blues. We'll leave the um, uh, link to join in the description box. Shout out to all of my book club blues. Um, in the book club, we pick a book generally from Audible. Mm. They are a partner and sponsor mm-hmm. of the podcast. I love Audible because they have tons and tons of titles available for you to audio listen to. Um, it's flexible. There's tons of titles. They have free returns. You pick a book, you love it, you keep it, you don't, you return it. Um, <clears throat> it's just very, very convenient for women and mothers on the go. Uh, we have read books such as Rachel Hollis, Girl Stop Apologizing. I have read Michelle Obama's Becoming. Uh, last month we read Elaine Walteroff's um, uh, More Than Enough, which is an amazing book. You absolutely should um, audio listen to it um, with Audible. Um, if you're interested in joining Audible, start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals for free. Visit audible.com slash love hour or love text hour. love hour to 500-500. Start listening today with your 30-day Audible trial and your first Audible audiobooks plus two Audible originals for free. All you have to do is visit audible.com slash love hour or text love hour to 500-500. Please remember that uh, text messaging and data rates may apply. apply. Uh, we also want to tell you about Noom. As Kevin said, he is always in the process of trying to lose weight. It's just an overall Forever, my baby. And Noom is great because it teaches <laughs> you what you're doing on the inside, how you control your um, mental things, your the narrative you tell yourself, the thoughts that you tell yourself, the inner voice. It's just as important to diet. Yes. The inner voice is just as important to working out. Yeah. Being able to get your mind on one accord with what you want to do on the outside is generally the first step to change. I need to love myself first. No good food is bad food. What? I got to have a good relationship with myself. And then I can have a good relationship with food. Noom yes. helps me with that. Yes, actually that's true. With Noom, no food is good, bad, or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and can be used in conjunction in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want. The app is so amazing, so convenient, and easy. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash love hour. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash Love Hour to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash Love Hour, the last weight loss program program you will ever need. Okay, so let's talk about, Tammy, after the diagnosis. Um, And actually, that was a really good tidbit that... Um, I think I did think about in during the time, but I kind of forgot about in this space and that 
juggling how this is going to look like with your job. Mm -hmm. Recognizing that it was um, a new job. You guys are in different states and you're going to have to negotiate with your job being a caretaker and being away for how long? Um, Three months? Yeah. Um, in a whole different state and like having a job that's flexible and allowing mm -hmm. you to do that mm -hmm. is, um, that's heaven sent, yeah, yeah. to be yeah. honest. Um, so you're there, you're in um, North Carolina mm -hmm. as primary caretaker. Well, he was, he was, I'm gonna say this, even before the diagnosis, mm -hmm. we were on cool, we were cool. Mm -hmm. You know, we went from, when I first left, it was all hell, mm -hmm. but then we got to a place, a like much he was one. even visiting, like we got to a, a good place, and then, so the communication was up, so, you know, when he found out throughout that process, it was good. And then, um, then for me going there. So there. then, do you feel like, um, like retrospectively looking at it, that through the course of the communication getting better, the relationship repairing itself, getting better, that you were on the path to getting back together before the diagnosis? What you about to say? I wouldn't say all that. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. Were you at a stalemate? Or you were just in a good space? We were in a good space, but not necessarily like we're going to get back together. But we're just relationally, we're in a good space. Right. Like we wouldn't. We weren't there yet. Mm -hmm. I don't. Not like that wasn't going to happen, or mm -hmm. that wasn't. A, you know, we were just like getting back in a good place together. Yeah, spending time together, like getting back in a good. Place. Okay, so then the diagnosis happens. Do you think that beyond the diagnosis, you're now a primary caretaker? Mm -hmm. At what point do you realize there's like a shift, or do you guys have a conversation? Like, I, I want to get back with you because eventually Jason moves. Mm -hmm. So, like, walk us through that. Um, it's hard. To, I mean, I can explain the process, the daily, mm -hmm. you know, taking care of him process. Um, because I had to rent, we rented a um, Airbnb. An Airbnb? No, no, it was no, it it, it wasn't an Airbnb, but it was called. It was through the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it's like the hospital. You have to rent it, but you, you, it's like the process through the hospital has to be within a certain amount of distance from the hospital because anything happens, I have to take him. Right, right into the hospital, mm -hmm. which we had to do once, which sucked. But um, you know, his temperature gets high. If he gets sick, if anything happens, you have to. So you're very close to the hospital, and so the hospital is far from his parents' house. Too far, you know. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it could have been. It's like two there. hours or something like that. We did the Almost, drive. It's mm -hmm. like an hour, like forty minutes or something mm -hmm. like that. So well. Yeah, a little over an hour. It's supposed to be like thir less than 30 minutes mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. So um, that process, we were in the hospital most of the day. He's getting chemo. And then I go home and everything, like his eating, everything he has to eat is, it, he had a very strict diet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to clean, not just soap and water, fruits. Like you had, I had to get like veggie wash. It, it was very... You know, you have to, yeah, Ridiculous. classes and you know, um, and so I'm I'm doing the meals like we were on a I had him on like a schedule mm -hmm. like we would here eat sleep 
I'm cooking dinner and mm -hmm. like it was you know when he sleep I'm working mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like stuff like that so um yeah I lost my train of thought but oh okay so we we go through that and then um during that process I think it really makes you think about what's important and what's not mm -hmm. and what's real and what's not mm -hmm. and you know you kind of like get out of your own way right you know so that's really what was happening it wasn't a it really it wasn't a conversation or I mean we had a lot of just quiet moments you know what I mean because it I swear we were in a quiet room and it was the loudest room in the world mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so it wasn't like a conversation it was it, I think we both were just like this is more important you know you like, and I you, well yeah our life our mm -hmm. you know like man yeah so that stuff just was just nothing mattered to me at that point mm -hmm. you know um not you, you you send the kids it's you and him all the time and you're watching this person that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with mm -hmm. okay next question um, I have a question. How Tam's do you... not feeling her feelings all the way. No, she's not. That's she's okay. holding, she's holding she all this stuff back, and it's allowing me not to cry. So I agree. But I have this question. <laughs> How do you... Do you have naysayers? Do you have friends or family? I can think of one person in particular, actually, mm -hmm. um, that was like a naysayer, or I don't know, I'll let you speak. And then how do you, if they're like... You guys are in a bad space. You don't owe him nothing. Don't do nothing. Like, that's on him now. You guys are headed mm -hmm. down a path to divorce. Like, how do you navigate that? Oh. <laughs> so. Mm. Don't say names. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know no. you know. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay. Say their handle on Twitter so we can attack them. I wouldn't say. Okay, so when he got diagnosed, I didn't, I had gotten to a point already when I moved to Chicago, certain things that I was not going to do anymore. Mm -hmm. And one of them was letting family in too much. Mm -hmm. I learned that lesson. Yeah. So, um, because throughout the process, you're good, you're not, you're good, you're not. Mm -hmm. And they're still not and you're good and they're right, not right, right, and right, you're right. good and they're not <laughs> and you know and then they become the naysayers mm -hmm. you know what I mean and then you know that will mess a lot of stuff up and mm -hmm. I learned that the hard way mm -hmm. so um so when he first guy got diagnosed I was already in a space of not telling them family. certain family members like certain things mm -hmm. period so I, I'm in Chicago and they're like so when is Jason Cunning and you know stuff like that and it's just like mm. I don't know no I don't, like, I don't look I, at calendars no more I literally <laughs> was just like we not having these discussions right. oh you really said yeah. that yeah I was like I I'm not I'm not doing this no more I'm and I I was like I should not have told you certain things that's good and from now on I'm not and you don't have to like it don't call me but this is where I'm at and it was just like 
people were pissed. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it, 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 I had to do it. So you I basically had to reset the boundaries that you shouldn't yeah, have done. That's or you should have uh, yeah. opened up before. Mm -hmm. And I, I it's, like it's harder to, to reset train. boundaries than it to keep is, them It is, it is. You have to train them because it doesn't happen overnight. No. You can say all that and they're like, mm, okay. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. they call and again. And they try again. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, that's I good at home. Mm -hmm. So Chicago meaning home. Yes. Or home meaning Chicago. So I didn't, I moved to their territory. Mm -hmm. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, Come over. Be away. Have some platanos. Being away is different. I can hang the phone up. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or, or I'm, I'm going to family members' house all the time. Like, on my way home, I pass my aunt's house, would eat, and then go home mm -hmm. and eat again. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I need all the food. <laughs> so I was, and the then it's, food you, know, you know, questions. Yeah, yeah, the questions and, you know. Um, but I would say more so than anything, my dad's side of the family wasn't privy to a lot of, my life mm. my I didn't they were the ones that they they weren't necessarily involved as much mm -hmm. right um so they were just like when's Jason coming you know like they yeah. they're they they were more cool you know um but um yeah so the questions and the that stuff it took a while to for them to okay she's serious yeah you know? and so they'll tiptoe around certain questions you know, it, yeah. and I will tiptoe the answer right back, you know, <laughs> and so, but it, it was, it, it, now they don't do that, you know. You train them. Yeah, so it's different, but yeah, they, it, it was, it wasn't, it was just, um, they'll throw out, just be careful and mm -hmm. stuff like that, but they wouldn't get into how they used to be like, you need to, you need to, right. you know, it wasn't like that yeah. anymore, you know. That's funny because I, I I have been like that with my family members too. What do you mean? You, you don't take the good. You take good news. Like, oh, that's good. But the bad parts about them, you keep. You keep that like because it's like that's my brother. That's my sister. Mm -hmm. I've right. known them. You know, like my sister. Um, I've known her her whole life. Literally her whole life. Mm -hmm. She has no memory mm -hmm. of me not being there. Mm -hmm. So she has an issue with her husband. I, I I am a her protective older brother, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so even if he ain't or you know her and her husband are cool, I'm like mm, mm -hmm. for now, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's unfair. But there there's no other way. Your natural human disposition of your family is the same. Melissa's the same way. I was about to say, to be honest, I am the exact same way. Yeah, I think we all are. Yeah. We want to be protective over I'm our family, especially too. of your siblings, because you your parents instill that in you. Make sure yeah. your little brother's okay. Make sure y'all even if you're young older, make sure y'all stick together. Yeah. You know, even on the playground. And that translates into life. If you have a good relationship with your siblings, that never changes. Mm -hmm. So when you come to them for things have gone wrong, that protection is, no, you know, let me mm -hmm. make sure you're okay. Mm -hmm. And then when you, things are good, you're like, okay, I, am really, I don't know how good they are. She wouldn't right. tell me if they were right. right. so right. me just, right. I'm going to just keep checking. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, speaking of sticking together, we have partnered with Me Undies, and you and your spouse can stick together in your underwear. And me and Lissa be matching draws and socks. They have such fun, like, they, I mean, they have classic, like, colors if you're not into, like, a whole bunch of different things. But they have such fun um, theme socks and underwear. They have summer theme socks and underwear. They have some with, like, pineapples. <laughs> they have, what am I, I have theme, I have me on these socks on right yes. now. Yes. This is, PC. like, under the sea, I think. 
Yes. That's like Ariel's father yeah. um, on here. Um, it's very... And I have the same draws as those socks. So you... I mean, Me and Lisa go full corniness. I know. I know I've said this story before, but literally we were somewhere like in the airport and I just dawned on me that Kevin and I had matching underwear on and I was like, Kevin! Mm -hmm. Kevin! <laughs> Our underwear match! <laughs> but more important than the matching is the comfort. Yeah, we do match it though because they are so comfortable. They are so they're three times softer than boring old cotton. They are they feel like baby clothes, just like yeah. a really soft, um, comfortable small. material. They're made with micromodal modal fabric, which again is three times softer than boring old co cotton. Meet Andy's has a great offer for our listeners. Listen, these are great gifts for like weddings. And for anniversaries. Yes. They are just they're fun. They're great fun. And fun. like as fun as they are, but don't, let me be clear. They're comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah, they are. But they are fun. I wear these socks almost every no, day. They're no, they're cool. It's a big factor. Yeah. Big factor. Because you know, cotton's a breathable fabric. Breathable. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody. Well, they use micromodal fabric, but it's breathable. Uh, Meat Undy has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you purchase any Meat Undies product, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash love hour. That's meundies.com slash love hour. You will get 15% off your first pair, free shipping plus 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to meundies.com slash love hour. Again, that's meundies.com slash love hours. These, we love these and they're just a lot of fun. Um, okay, so, um, did you want to say anything else? Did you want to piggyback off anything that Jason said in his episode? Mm. Man, I should have wrote down. Where do you find the state of your relationship now? Are you thankful? And, and I'm, I'm, um, I use the word thankful meaning like, now that we're over that hump, I'm grateful for this experience because it's allowed us to be in this space. Not that you would wish sickness okay. or cancer on no, no, someone. No, no. Okay. I would say um, it was, I think, it's funny how God works, mm -hmm. but um, who knows where we would be if that didn't happen mm -hmm. because it literally brought us back together in a space where otherwise we would not be you know we we is your relationship wholly different before like oh your togetherness today is different than yeah we're still falling but yes mm -hmm. so like we had to be in a confined space together you mean in the apartment yes when we went to when, when, yeah. after the transplant during the transplant okay um and so I had to work through many emotions all at once. Um, Can you give us an example of those emotions? Mm. I'm trying to help, you're being vague. Oh, so while throughout the transplant, like, like I told you, I was, he would trigger stuff and I'd be like, man, I'm, I'm gonna walk out. Like, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna color this a little bit. Okay. Jason is stubborn. 
Jason is, the doctor says you need to do this, this, and this. Jason doesn't want to do those things. Mm -hmm. So now Tammy is stuck playing the bad guy, trying to force oh, him to do things that he doesn't want to do. I don't know what else you mean. I'm trying to like fill yeah, in those whole but okay. it was all, that along with our issues. Okay. Period. So I'm, I'm working through my stuff being separated. Because mm -hmm. like I would tell him, um, you need to go to therapy. I'm going to therapy. I don't need it. You need to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and so you're working through all of this stuff and now it's like pause go here with this person that you have not worked all these things out with oh i get what you're saying mm -hmm. and help him mm. so it's That's a like test. that is tough so it's you literally like, like literally have to do this or he will suffer. Right. Right. Do you feel like the wifely I don't want to say wifely duties because it's a Nacho Libre reference. Right. But do you feel <laughs> like the like the wife in you that maybe as you guys are being separated is becoming less of your relationship? Do you feel like when that happened, the wife part of you came back? Yeah. Because I feel like yeah, if oh, me and Melissa were good and I get sick, she doesn't there's nothing she has to pull from. Mm -hmm. But right. your the Tammy the wife right. had fallen down mm -hmm. way in your pecking order. Right. And um did Tammy the did that's you know, Tammy the wife coming back make you think about Tammy the wife as far as love? Not because Tammy the wife caregiver came back, mm -hmm. but not necessarily Tammy the wife lover. Right, right. Well that came in time. I was, um, we were separated. Mm -hmm. um, so to me, we were not divorced. Mm -hmm. And when it came to caring now for him and, and like move, it, I felt like it was full, full on. Um, I don't feel like I, I don't know the, I don't think there was a, like you're saying, the transition took, it just, happened like there it was, was like, no question i'm here this is what it is right. yes this is my husband where do i sign yeah. right. where do i do the just arguing. not today we ain't yeah. though <laughs> this is my husband Come no it, it, it literally was like that like but it was that's in like the presence I didn't, of a, others that didn't happen it, it, nothing changed oh when it came it. to that it, 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 it yeah. was just like i'm here now yeah not um it, not like okay i have to do this and i, I it just happened it was uh, because i don't feel like i was ever n not his wife anymore right was your were you dormant do you feel like those feelings were dormant or you just were separated what do you mean like the the wife feel like did that separation cause when you say the wife but what do you mean specifically because i think what tammy is saying is we were separated but i was always his wife Mm -hmm. I think that's what she said. Mm. Like, regardless of that separation, I was always his wife. So when he says he's sick, there's nothing to re-pull. There's nothing to garner. There's nothing to grab. It's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's there with tons more emotion because I was trying to program myself. to. I was trying to separate myself mentally 
you know, and emotionally. Separate yourself how? What do you mean? When we separated, I was working on that. I was working on me emotionally, mentally separating. It, it wasn't something like, we're separated now. Do you, boo? Mm-hmm. You could say that, but mentally, uh-huh. emotionally, it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I was literally in that process of separating all of that. Got it. And, you know, then it's like, nope, just kidding. <laughs> now let's go back to that. Got it. You know, and um, so I just went into that mode, like, you know, um, just taking care of him, just doing what I'm, you know, what I was normally doing. You know, it's not hard for me to care and to, mm-hmm. and to do that. So when you say like the love and, and all of that part, mm-hmm. um, while I'm caring for him, that stuff started coming. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think about death. Mm-hmm. Like now, what are my kids? What am I, What are we gonna do? You know, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's what I thought about. Like you need to. I can't lose you, right. you know, like, mm-hmm. I can't, so, get up, you know, right. like, and, you know, he, he would he would be like, I can't today, Dad. says who, mm-hmm. you know, no, you, you're getting up, we're doing this, yeah. we're doing this, you know, because it's like, what are we, gonna, what am I gonna, no, what are we gonna do, what are we gonna do, you know, you would make me do it, you know, um, mm-hmm. and so, um, I, it, I couldn't, it, it was, he's, he's, it's like, I would be, I would, I, I don't know what I would do. Right. Like, like, part of me, like, everything he went through, we went through, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, it was very hard, like, I'd make sure he's in the bed and I'd go in the other room and just be like, you know, it was hard. Like I felt everything, you know, and um, seeing him deteriorate was mm-hmm. like it for me. You know, like I didn't care about anything else. I didn't, you know, the kids were. It was like take care of my kids. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, I can't right now. Yeah, yeah. I had to give like everything, you mm-hmm. know, into making sure he made it this is our trial period you have to pass this test right because we have a lot more we haven't done we have a lot more we need to work on we need to get you know and it it was literally that like now right now you know this is what we need to do and you know every day waking him up and, and, and doing doing all of these things it it was like helping us our marriage as well but it was um it was our future it was our kids it was to me it was more than that because what what then what i go back home mm-hmm. to chicago and my life it, like i said i was always still married yeah i could see you putting all that work in like and we ain't separated no more yeah. We did not. Nah, we going to work through that other stuff too. Um, do I heard you say something that made me think about this. Do you think that 
Um, okay, you jump back into your mode. Oh, no, let me take a step back. You're working on you mentally, spiritually, physically, all of those things. You're going through your process. You guys are separating. You are working on what it means to be Tammy. Okay. You get sick. You jump back into that mode. You're back in it. Do you ever have a moment where you realize, though, or I don't know, the maybe realize what I don't want to do, I'm here. I want to be here. I will always be here. I'm here to help you get through this. This is what I need to do. This is what you need to do. I'm here for that. But I also want to be cognizant of not going back into the toxicity of our relationship prior. Do you ever have a moment of recognizing, like, I am your wife, I'm here for this, and as he gets better, like the transplant is done, you guys are, have moved out of the um, hospital-appointed apartment, mm -hmm. and then you're like, you're here, he's, you know, getting his strength back, and you guys are now starting to I work on becoming, you did go back. And now you guys are working on becoming us again. Mm -hmm. And, but you're like, but what I'm not going to do is what that was. I'm not so, going absolutely. back. Absolutely. I mean, we're in therapy now, mm -hmm. but like, um, we went through that cause I, I wanted therapy even throughout the, the marriage. Um, and then he didn't want to. And then when he got to the point of wanting it, I was like, it's too late, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, you're reaching, you're, you, you're, you're trying, you're, you don't Grasping have straws. Yeah. And no, mm -hmm. you know, but then we went through this and then I went back and I was like, oh my God, now what? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and he, he, I was like, he's going to be fine. He's, he's, he's going to be okay. I got him good. You know, he's back at his, you know, he was living with his back at home, his home, and he's gonna, he's on a schedule, I'm going back home, you know, and it was like, okay, business as usual, right. or, you know what I mean, like, now what? does what? that mean, what does that mm -hmm. look like, right, and, um, then he shows, shows up in Chicago, now, he wasn't supposed to travel, he was not supposed to travel, he was not supposed to fly for six months, but he, he even traveling of course he's not supposed to drive he literally drove himself got in a car by himself and drove from North Carolina to Chicago and I felt that I felt it I'm like something something he's not at home something you know and when he just showed up at the door and he was didn't look well and he was tired and I was like, what the heck are you doing? Like, are you, I just wanted to see my family. Come for the weekend or something. Like, are you kidding me? You know, and it was just, then it was like, okay. You know, like, here, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to make myself whole again. Right. You're still half part of me. I need that back. I I have to get myself right before I can worry mm -hmm. about us mm -hmm. or worry about anything else because I am not in it good yet, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I I was a little frustrated because I wanted to get myself good. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get back in in a good space, but then um, we we started to do little therapies and it, and then finally when we found the real and did the real, mm -hmm. it was like. Um, 
I, I felt like I now I have a voice because we have someone you like, someone, someone I, I like. like, what I'm not going to do, mm -hmm. who I'm not anymore, <laughs> you know, um, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like, if you're serious about this, these are the parameters. This is going to take mm -hmm. work. Right. You don't just say, you know, and, and so it, that's, yeah. And stay tuned. <laughs> like we're literally working through it but we are completely different people now completely different people i am not the same person and neither is he mm -hmm. you know um but it took all of that because um that back then if he got that that wouldn't have happened right if he got diagnosed and all of that back then in the midst of all hell breaking loose. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have gone back home and been like, You good now? Mm -hmm. All right, partner. Mm -hmm. Bye, my boy. Yeah. I'm gonna see you. Like done. It took all that we went through and where we're at, and then this happening for us to grow. Right. I hear that. It wouldn't have had it wouldn't have been otherwise. Kev, do you have something you want to say? Why were you laughing? Wait. When she was talking about what it's not gonna be, what it is gonna be. Because I just feel like it's it's when Tam was earlier in her marriage, she was more submissive, submissive uh, uh, complacent, mm -hmm. and just like you, Melissa two point it's like Tammy two point It's like nah, bro. I think that part when that where that patience ran out, that person ran out. Mm -hmm. You know I what I mean? No more to give. Yeah. So, and it's now, I feel like now when she talks, it's more like, even when I see their interactions, mm -hmm. it's the same thing with me and you, like stuff that you used to let slide, don't be sliding no more. Same thing with Tam. And it's like, if you want this to continue on this way, I'm just like laughing at like, oh, she's like, no, this is going to be how it's going to be, or it ain't going to be. Mm -hmm. And I've come, it sounds like she, I've come to grips with that. Right. So you can do this on my terms now, because we tried it your way right. and your way got us to almost the brink. And if it's going to be done, it's because now you see there, who's in therapy? She ain't never changed that. Yeah. yeah so, well, what's up? Mm -hmm. Pop. And call him partner. Because <laughs> partner is so like, ah, right, my That's boy, great. I'm going I'm to see y'all. <laughs> Say hi to your mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's why I was laughing. It's also a defense mechanism. Yeah. So when I have other feelings, I just say laughing. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about doing um, an episode with I don't know if I want another woman with me if it'll just be like me by myself where I'm talking about um, the process of being I was talking to my sister about this and it kind of piggybacks off what you were just saying um, and part of the reason I asked that question go right being raised in a independent woman type all the women is independent oh, no scrubs Growing you and up, male will be great. Growing up in that, and not just like I was much older by then. I also just grew up with a dad who was like, "Make sure you know how to change a tire. Make sure you know how to change your oil. Make sure you know how to drive a stick strip. Make sure you know how to back into a parking space. Make sure you know how to take care of your finances. Make sure you don't need nobody for nothing. Make sure you know how to fight. All of these things." Don't join the military. You need to go out and get your book smarts. Don't. Yeah. But we weren't in the kitchen. We were get an education and get a good job and be able to take care of Make yourself. Sure you know how to take care Make, of, of yourself. yourself with yes. without a man. Yes. Make sure you know how to take care of yourself. And then you couple that with 
Um, now I have to depend on you. Well, not just that. You coupled that like specifically, like very specifically with like church Emotional. culture and being submissive. Yep. You yeah. couple that with the stereotypes of, I don't know how to be, black women don't know how to be submissive. Uh, women of color don't know how to be submissive. Uh, black women emasculate their men. Black, you know, you couple that with that. And I get into this for me in the um, our, our relationship. And I feel like I have to pull that back. You're torn between the two. Being and submissive so, and being independent. Don't coexist. No. It's independent. <laughs> and so you pull that back. But by doing that, you also lose your voice. Mm -hmm. You end up losing part of yourself. So trying to reconcile the two where they can coexist um, is difficult. And seeing Jason say that, I was like, you know, saying how, you know, he wouldn't have been able to get through. Mm -hmm. And how I remember us going through having a moment where um, before I went out there, uh, there was a lot of triggers that's a big word mm -hmm. but there was a lot of things that i was so mad and i would call him sometimes and be like why this and that mm -hmm. you know and he was going through his taking his pills his chemo stuff mm -hmm. and i i just lost it one day mm -hmm. and he literally was so mad like um don't talk to me anymore i'm going through all this stuff you don't even care da, da, da. and then i'm like okay mm -hmm. and then he called like do you think i'm gonna be able to get through this without you you're wrong. Mm. I need you. Uh, you didn't tell me nothing. You, you know what I'm saying? But then to go to nap, to go to hearing him saying he couldn't have done all of this, to going through now we're in therapy. Listen, mm -hmm. you see my value, value. now. Mm -hmm. You see where we're at and what I've brought and and how you can't go through this without you treat me as such mm. 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 and then you go through the therapy and you go through the things and when you see when I see him trying and we're, we're working through things and actually doing the things not saying it and leaving therapy like yeah. but really mm -hmm. it's like okay now mm -hmm. I'm going to try to and, and give mm -hmm. you know because I was very guarded Dark. so growth it's stretching <laughs> a lot growth. man anything else no okay. it was good I did I, I, I thought I was gonna be worse no it was good you you back back a lot. I yeah but I helped Kev not cry I was I was ready to cry. Yes. I was ready to go there. Yesterday, he crying the entire episode. Yes, I was crying. Oh, I was going ready to take a nap after no, the cry. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of the Love Hour. Thank you so much to our sponsors, Me Undie, Audible, Noom, and Ship Station. All of the information for them will be in the description box. And last but not least, that's it. <laughs> Love our we'll conference back in is coming LA next, next week. year in 2020, and that's it, y'all. Bye. Bye.